0: my name is monica Gleberman. i'm victoria dupuy and you're listening to silence on set podcast so hi Julian. so excited to have you on i'm super stoked about this obviously you know the batman was a just a small tiny release film just a little release, a little popularity. And I know a lot of people are really looking into merchandise and various kind of specialty things. And I've gotten a lot of stuff sent to me, but there was something really special about what you were designing in particular with the car and the two different versions to make it available for people that might, you know, not be able to spend $500 for the more expensive one, but still want one. And it, it just seemed very all inclusive. So I kind of wanted to know, I know your background is like the principal designer at Mattel, but just a little bit about your background, and then what led you to want to kind of spearhead the Batmobile?
1: Yeah, I've been Mattel about. 20 years, 20 plus years, I'm from the UK where I was a trained car designer. So industrial design degree from Coventry. And I have basically been in, in product and toy design pretty much all of my career. So it's always exciting to do a new vehicle like the Bebba Viot, because it's just an iconic car, but also anything vehicular, you know, just, just speaks to me uh, as a love of, or, or automotive or transportation in general. Uh, we're always excited to, to bring our passions to life in this way.
0: When you kind of get involved in this kind of project or you sign up or want to participate in it and kind of spearhead it, what are your first things? Because obviously it's so iconic. This is not like something, you know, this is, I think one of the most iconic things in comic book history is the Batmobile. So what? how do you tackle that? What's the first things that you start looking into in terms of designing and what people might want to see?
1: Yeah, well, I'm a huge fan, anyway, of of the Batman movies. You know, I grew up watching reruns of the original cartoon series and the original sort of Adam West and such. And, of course, the original George Barris Batmobile is still a stunning car. I've always watched them when the 89 movie came out, uh, Michael Keaton and and the ultimate Batmobile. Basically, the sort of jet-powered Land Speed record car basically turned into a Batmobile that was... That was sort of the highlight for me as well. With every iteration of Batman, there's a new Batmobile, so it gives you that opportunity to design something new, unique, from a filmmaker's point of view and the director, and from, from a collector's point of view or from a toy designer's point of view. You really get to to look at some brand new details and look at that character of Batman in a new way. So it's always fun to it's always fun to design a Bat. Batmobile.
0: So let's get into it. I'm so excited. I saw a bunch of photos that I'm going to share with everyone on the podcast. We will link it up so you guys can see some of the sketches and the pictures. And we have this great video that shows it to you. But for all those listening, let's talk about it. So what did you design with it? What are some of the things that make it so special? Because I think it's literally one of the best I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, well, we, we basically got into the details because it's all about the details with this, with this Batmobile. Obviously, you've got a vehicle, which is very dark, quite ominous. But the details are there when you look very close. We were not provided access to the car. I think during COVID, it wouldn't have been possible anyway. But I think a lot of the filming was back in my hometown, back in England. And so we were given photographs. But unfortunately, photographs of a black car in a back cave are very dark. So we also were given some CAD. So we were given the animated digital CAD that they use for building out sequences digitally so that they can actually run through the car driving through Gotham City. So we had those animation files, and our CAD team was able to convert them over a period of a couple months, uh, basically redrawing the car into formats for um, product design formats, which are very different. Both of those things going together. But the good thing about some of the photography was that they, they ran the flames. So, so they turned all the gas on and, and lit everything, and so we, we were looking at the car, illuminated by its own uh, jet at the back. And also there are multiple ports at the front of the car where well, you see that red engine glow and there are the side pipes as well. So we were looking at the car reflected in its own light. So that was very cool as well. They, they, they're shots that I don't think have been shown to the public because they were shots just taken for us so that we could accurately cur- replicate all the details. But uh, if those shots ever, ever get released to the public, I'm sure people would be very excited to see them. Because I know in the movie, you see flashes of the car, you see, and the car's always moving, you know, it's it, it's hard to see those, those real detail shots. And the, and the car is very well detailed, you know, inside and out. Every every low attention to detail has been taken there to make sure this is authentic and, and sort of a hand-built car that Batman himself has been whittling away in Batcave, giving all that performance and those features that we that we love.
0: Yeah. Like during the movie, you know, I think everyone's always like, Oh, what can I see? What can I see? And like, you might see it multiple times, but the, I think some of the biggest things are that kind of jet pack in the back, right. Cause it lights up when he's kind of, in, you know, in the darkness, kind of sitting in one of the scenes, you also see that engine that's kind of exposed that like metal in the front. And then obviously the inside dashboard lights up. So I remember, you know, kind of looking up the car and you guys did a lot of similarities where you have the inside kind of lighting up it moves if I'm not mistaken, the higher price one, kind of looks like it's in the back cave which is kind of cool so if you could talk about some of those designs and how you did it and kind of what it looks like on the on the car
1: yeah yeah well for the for the, the vast hundred dollar version we have it's a radio controlled car so it's full function rear wheel drive we knew from them from the trailers that, that publicly aware that the car was going to be jumping and we could see the stunt cars in england you know with their high raised suspension so we knew this would have to be a performance vehicle and have that suspension travel so that it could be, you know, driven outside and driven in anger, and, uh, and be able to cope with multiple terrain. So we had to build all that in. We also added space inside for a user's own figure for that version. It's got pretty open cavity inside, so you can put figures inside should you have them. And we also added the headlights at the front and of course the iconic jet light at the back. So there's an orange glow at the back as well for that one. But then when we move to the collector item of course that one is to the next level that one does have the it sits on a plinth which is the Batcave. cave we represent a table with the monitors on and those illuminate and show some kind of details of the vehicle and kind of show some uh, icons for the phone and map so that you know give the impression that when batman is there he's kind of communicating into that bigger world of gotham and of course we, we have the Batmobile sitting on a raised up lift, basically, just, just like a car lift, just like in the movie. And this is all distressed and ironwork and kind of rusted, just like it is in the movie. And you can basically push the bat symbol, which is on the, on the desk here on the side. And that brings the whole sequence to life. So without running the car in anger, you can get a whole sequence running through from the lights coming on to you kind of hear bats and the, and the bat cave opening. So the car kind of driving in, Batman tapping away at the computer monitors, and then he gets in the car and starts it up. And so you've got the rear wheel start to spin. He's testing out the steering. And we've got, this one comes with a figure, so that the figure can be removable in and out, but he's a seated figure with arms that can be positioned on the steering wheel and also on the shifter. So as the car turns, Batman is turning, and as he goes forward and backward, his right arm is, is moving forwards or backwards on, on the shift of it. So all that will come to life. And of course, when he hits, hits max thrust, the jet at the back launches in a blue flame, changes from orange to blue, and we've got a mist effect in there. So we've got actual an actual jet effect out the back created by the light and a mist effect right built into the engine itself. So that's really quite a dynamic experience.
0: I know, I could see it next to you and I'm like staring at it because I'm like, oh my God, it looks so amazing. I didn't know. So there's an actual like bat light button that you can press and then that kind of lights up everything and starts everything and then you can also obviously like you know play with the car and i think i read that it goes like 10 miles an hour or something crazy That you guys even taking a step further it goes like super fast and speeds through if you're if you want to play with it or if you want it on display yeah that's
1: right it's it's a fast car it's over 10 miles an hour you can use the remote control and run it while it's sitting on the plane because there's some risers built into that. And this is a prototype we have right here, but there's some risers built up so that the wheels do not contact the plinth itself uh, and these ramps. So you can you can use the remote control and actually activate it as you wish. And there are lots of sound effects built into that, such as skidding tires when, you, when you're turning, the Batman voices in there, I am Batman and vengeance and such like that. So you can hear all those effects as you're driving it. But then when you put it on a plinth, if, if you just wanted to see a, a beautiful run through, we do have that button and then you'll see all the lights come up. And that also includes, you can't see it, but there's a bat signal in the back here, which is, which is projection of, of the bat. And that will go, you know, about three feet or more. Uh, you know, if you, if you dim the lights and have, have this up against a wall or close to some sort of surface, you can, you can project the symbol on the back there. Now sequence takes a little bit over a minute. So, and then, you, you know, then it will just kind of die down again and you'll just see some couple glowing lights in, for the background if you if you just want to leave it sitting there for a few minutes and then it'll fade away. You just push the symbol on the desk table here and it'll all come back to life again and give you the sequence.
0: And I should reiterate, I mean, obviously everyone that's listening is going to see it and we're, I'm going to put the sketches up, but this is like a big card. This is not like a teeny tiny, you know, little, yeah. maybe like your typical like Hot Wheels size version card. This is like a big piece that if you're a collector, if you love the latest Batman, if you love the comics, this is something that I think everybody's gonna wanna buy. I mean, it's it's a pretty substantial piece right there. And yeah. with all those extras that you explain, I mean, it's so well detailed and thought out. What's your favorite yeah. feature?
1: Well, I think the fact that you've got Batman in there, the way he, he comes to life, basically, that that's a great feature because and the ability to put it on the plinth and run that sequence is the best thing because this, this is not just nasty car to drive outside. You can see all the features within your living room you know you can sit this here and have the whole thing come to life it really is a full experience so that that's the, what, what gives you here this this bat cave you know in your living room or your 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 cave at home I think that's that's what what we give with this product the ability to, to bring home batman and all these details but not only is it sitting there as a collectible piece the fact that it is radio control brings it all to life so so it, it really does act just like the car in the movie. Of
0: course, you know, if I can wait to see mine and when I have it, you know, if I have one sitting up and I want to use the light features and you said you can have it, which I think is an amazing feature to be able to turn all of those on and almost like a display because you can even put a box over it if you want and just really like contain it and kind of, keep it in mint condition and still be able to turn those lights on I have to ask is it battery operated can we switch them out so you could always keep it lit up or like if friends are coming over you can turn the lights on or how do we handle that on our side like on a consumer
1: end yeah well it's quite simple because everything is controlled by the car itself and that's remote control but that has a rechargeable battery within the car so basically you'll just plug in the car and make sure your car is fully charged, and then you can run through these sequences, you know, on, on the plinth for for a long time. Obviously, it'll take it'll take the power down if you're driving it. For me, I think it's 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes if you're driving at full speed outside. But running through the plinth sequence doesn't use as much power as that, so you can run through many sequences before you have to plug the car in again and, and charge it up. So it's quite simple to use and this is like you said earlier it is a big vehicle it is probably about 18 inches long when you put it on the plinth itself it's closer to two feet long on the plinth it is it is quite a substantial size so that does allow you to see all those details and allows you know batman to come to life and allows the smoke effect at the back because of the size of the vehicle and then obviously we pull it up here with the 100 on mass version you still get the same level of detail and you still get the light at the front the back and the lights at the front and they both come with controls which are very similar here and they have an accurate sort of rubber wheel which is a- actual rubber matching the, the the wheel on the car
0: oh the um, smart
1: for your steering and then you've got power with your trigger here so it's a pistol grip controller with a trigger and with an actual automobile wheel built in for the steering so it's a, a unique remote
0: that's amazing
1: the detail is very close on on this from this car to the to the collector version. The collector version would have more paint effects, more detail, fully detailed interior.
0: Wow, so even on like the $100 model you get basically pretty detailed car. You have the lights in the back, lights in the front, you still get the remote, you still get to light it up, you still get to drive with it. So it's just a matter of preference really if you want something a little more detailed with a bat cave kind mm-hmm. of aspect to it and or if you want you know, just a car th- to have fun with, or even put on, I, to me, either one can really be put on display and sitting. I know we kind of both emphasized it, but again, to reiterate for people, because when you think of Hot Wheels, the classic, you think of the tiny, this is like a big size car that you can put in shelves and be really proud of. If you have a movie room, if you have, you know, bat stuff set up or just like anything where that you keep collectibles, this is something that definitely would be I probably wouldn't even want to play with it outside because it's so nice. Like I would probably, you know, just put a nice, like clear plastic box over it, but this is very intensively done. And like I said, I will include pictures and videos of it, but the amount of work that you put into it and even talking about, which to me is crazy, the back of the one of the like higher priced model with the bat cave, the back of it showing like a fog, like kind of element to it by using the lights. I just feel like there was so much that you guys packed into this. Was it crazy for you or like overwhelming? Cause it just seems like there's so many elements that you added into it to make it literally look like you took the car from the movie, minimized it and now we could buy it and we could all have the Batmobile.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, that's the plan. Yeah. The plan is to get us close to the real car in, in, in your house, you know, because obviously, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that are going to replicate and make their own replica Automobile, you know, it's a full-size car, but you know that's a huge endeavor, obviously, and and a huge huge expense and and time-consuming. This way, we've kind of done a lot of that work for you. But no, we we basically get as much information as we can. We want to know everything that's on the car, everything it does in the movie. We were constantly asking questions of, of Warner Brothers to tell us, you know, give us some secrets, give us tell us what it does, so that we can incorporate everything. And there's nothing that we 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 wouldn't have incorporated if we if we'd have known about it in fact in the trailer we could see that the car was driving in the rain i think as he's chasing down the penguin and so we thought well there's, there's got to be some windscreen wipers and they weren't obvious or they or they weren't there in the cab you see so so we looked closely at some more photos and it was a gradual release of photos and we, we saw them and then we thought okay so we've got to get those on at the last minute and we also saw at some point but he had some windows on the side because we asked about how does that man get in and out? And they said, he jumps in through the window and he uses the side steps to sort of get in and, and slide in through the window. And so we have opening windows, which allows you to fully fully open side openings of the windows. So you can slide your fingers in. But then we also come with these window pieces. So you can, you can pop them on if you want to, on the collector one, if you want to drive around and have them. He does drive like that with the windows up. And obviously so it, it's the stunt car, so I don't think, you know, we, we didn't see anything in the interior where you could sort of raise and lower the windows. But what they did is they built these sort of plexiglass windows to the side and we saw pictures of those sort of sitting on the roof of the car. So that when Robert got into the car or the stuntman got in, they could put them in on the outside when he was all in place with his belts on and ready to go. <laughs>
0: That's insane. So you guys literally included... So right now, the car that I'm looking at for people that are listening, it has open spots where the windows would be. And so to even include it, to make it even more multifunctional or even more realistic, right? Like if Batman maybe isn't using the car and it's in the garage or being stored, where would the windows be? So you actually created window panes that click right into the sides that give you windows. So if you want the okay. windows kind of quote up, you yeah. can put those little panes in. Yeah. And if you want them open, you know, cause he's jumping in or you're taking off. Then yeah. you can have those panes out and it's completely up to you how you want to display them.
1: Yeah, and that was a last minute thing. We, we only realized that towards the end, you know, as more trailers were coming out, we could see rain. And then we got some more pictures of the stunt car in England and that's where we could see it. So we saw, oh, can we add them? So, you know, we, we, we looked at the photos. We. We sketched them, basically, because we didn't have to care for that. So we sketched them over the top of some sort of CAD views and images of the vehicle. And we made them. That's going to come on the, on the collector model. It also has a couple of ramps, which you can place behind the vehicle on the left to, to sort of kind of drive onto. It doesn't actually drive up on them, but but it, gives you, it still gives you that full impression of this being a, a service bay, you know, in the back cave. So you've got those as well to, to add in and there's, there's a water funnel so you can fill the reservoir which is which basically fills the fill the engine with, with water so you can do the misting effect as much as you like basically. And on the remote control for this one you will have a nice button on the remote control to activate that mist effect so that you can have it on command or not use it if you, if you don't wish. But obviously when you're using it you're getting hyped up sounds. And the lights changed to blue because kind of the the ultimate jet power at that point. So we wanted to build in everything. So we we really didn't want to leave anything on the table. When we found out something, we got in touch with the engineers and we put it on the car. So it was a lot of a lot of requests from our end and they were like, well, we're nearly done. We're, we're done. And it's a laid out, but. But they they said, okay, we'll take a look at it. And they helped us and and we got it all
0: on the car. So when people, you know, get it at home, if you get the version that has the stand, which I would highly recommend only because I just think it's so cool with all the lights and the computer. And I, I feel like it literally looks like you took it right out of a scene from the movie. When you get that at home, is it all put together or do you have to put some pieces together? And then also you'll have the two window panes as separate pieces and the two little blocks. And it's almost like when you're putting a car on a truck, those two blocks where you would drive up. So you, yeah. they even give those to you as well that you can place in front of it to look like he just drove up onto his little stand.
1: Everything is assembled. The plinth itself with the monitors at the side and the table and the signal, all that is fully built. There's, there's no work to do. You'll just be basically unboxing everything, unwrapping it. Everything is built. Then the car, of course, everything is built on the car. You know, your only pieces that, that you, you need if you wish to use them are your your side glass windows and, and your ramps, a little funnel at the back and, and bring your own water. <laughs> but everything is built. Once you've unboxed everything, you can you can basically charge up and you can get get to playing, experiencing the whole Batmobile right away.
0: It is so cool. What was one of the hardest things to implement in the vehicle? And what was one of the easiest and funnest things to add?
1: I think we're trying to trying to speak to the emotion of the movie. So you'll see in the sketches, those are really when I got to to look at the detail and the, the patina, the dirt, the mud effect on the side. And so I think that's what really brings it to life, especially for this version. So if you look at the sketches, those are, are things that I wanted the, the engineering team and the development team to constantly be aware of. You know, in a perfect world, it's not just looking at the data, because the data is is the clinical CAD, and absolutely, we've got to make that, because that's the car. But it doesn't always convey all those details and the small touches. That's where my drawings of the the interior, so you could see the, the shifter, the silver shifter with the sort of red button on the side, the way the lights glow on the interior. So it's all about the detail, and that comes to life not in the CAD, it actually comes to life in the sketches. So showing so people because I'm translating what I'm seeing in the visuals. Because those photographs that we were shown are highly secret. So I I couldn't even share those. People around me, my colleagues, teams, bosses, they have not seen those photos. Everything had to be translated. That's why some of the drawings that you had were me translating those. So that, you know, we can take it beyond just the CAD. The CAD, as you, as you probably know, when you make a movie car, the CAD changes because you make some evolutions but then when you build the car some some of those parts i assume are 3d printed some of them are handmade some of them are off the shelf parts and things change you know and the final car if you put it next to the original cad would be different so we had to reflect all that and that's where the drawings come comes into it and the sketches it's all about just just building in that emotion of this, this new Batman who's very much, you, know, you can see he's tinkering and he's, he's, he's really in the weeds of, of getting this vehicle built up from scratch. You know, that's what they wanted to convey in the movie. And that that's very clear from all the photos and the way it's all detailed, that this car is something that's been, been modified. It's like a customised Batmobile, basically, that's been built up from scratch and from parts and pieces. That that's what we had to convey when we built these.
0: To kind of go back a little bit to the beginning, though, when you get this call, like I can't imagine this. So you get this call, you're getting like secret photos from Warner Brothers. Because I know it was, trust me, when I covered the movie, it was very tight-lipped, NDA. Like you know, we were we were very covered with anything related to this movie because everybody wanted to see everything. So when you're getting all of this stuff, is it overwhelming? Are you like, oh my God, I'm doing like the Batmobile, I'm doing the the mobile for the biggest movie that's probably going to come out of this year. Do you get like overwhelmed or stressed out that, you know, you want to make sure everything's so perfect?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it is overwhelming because we were given a lot of photos. So it's a lot to go through. You want to you want to bring that detail to life. And the overwhelming part was, was because the photos are of a black car in a black bat cave, basically. So you can imagine there was no, there was very little light to illuminate the shapes and the detail. So we were really begging for more and more because as much as we had it was, we really didn't have shots of the interior to begin with and they came much, much later. So we were just left with with basically the can for the interior but we knew it wasn't gonna be completely accurate. We knew we needed to know the colors and the textures that doesn't show in CAD, you know, and details were changing. As we saw photographs, things things were built differently just because practicality. So, no, we, we were just so excited to, to get it, you know, and those photos showed not just the Batmobile, but they showed all the vehicles. You know, I was ready to do everything, you know, let's let's go ahead and, <laughs> you know, let's, let's go ahead and do some other vehicles in the movie. But but that's for a future time, maybe in Hot Wheels. But, you know, there's a lot of fun, fun vehicles in the movie. so.
0: Yeah, we should put out put out in the universe that after looking at these cars, which are, I mean, it blows my mind. We should have you guys do the, the motorcycle. Let's put that out there <laughs> to try <laughs> to have water let you guys do that, because I think that would be amazing. It just, to me, is just incredible, because just like you said, I'm sure even like on a level, you're working so early on the mobile, and then like you said, things change practicality reasons maybe they add a scene the car gets smashed maybe this gets added maybe you know what i mean like as the movie goes on so i can imagine the constant kind of like updates so you mentioned earlier with your team and you're like well we got to add this we got to get this in there because we saw this or we saw this about the windows or we asked this so is that hard too when you're kind of at a point where you probably go i think we're we're good i think we finished it and then you're like oh shoot right
1: (laughs) i want to add this
0: or i want to take it to the next level
1: no, exactly. We, we, those sketches, if you look at the, the rear sketch of the engine and the, the detail around there, it changed. So I up, had to update the sketches and we updated the model. We noticed there was more bodywork either side of the engine. And there are these inset pieces, they're either side here, and they weren't there in the, in the cab. As we got later photos where we could see a little bit more detail, I went back into the drawings and, and updated them on the sketches. I said, oh there's these panels here now And so we made sure we added them. It was a, It was always seeing something new. So every sort of month or two months we'd get another round of photos in and of course these photos, as, as I said earlier, they're, they're not they're not perfect're they're not they're not in brightly perfect spaces. Sometimes the, the photos are with people working on the car or in different situations where you can't see the full car. And that was a big hindrance because when you only see little, little sections of the car at a time, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. So at that point, you rely on the CAD to show you the overall stance and, the, and, the, and the, the, the basic positioning of everything. And then you're focusing on the details, making sure you get that right. And then later on, we got more and more better photos that did show the whole car, because originally we couldn't even see the whole car in the first photo. That's why I just had to constantly update the sketches and make people aware that don't just look at the CAD we've got new sketches new things to support that new changes have come out and basically then we had they they went in and rebuilt the CAD on the engineering side to kind of better match the sketches just so we can get more accurate to to what the, the real vehicle is because you know there's this this is a, a lot of work. It's 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 a full probably a year's effort goes into building this car, in just in terms of the of a design job. It's a big process, and you don't want to get to the end of that and miss something. So, <laughs> as, as we build models, we, I can show here. This is this is actually an early. This is an SLA print. So this is a three D print from from some of the CAD, and this is fairly early on. It's not complete, but you can see that that we printed it so we could we could check dimensions for putting figures inside. This was for the $100 mass version. And, and, and so you can see there's a lot of detail on here that we're replicating exactly. And that, that goes for, for both vehicles. And we, we want to make sure every single detail is captured and we don't want to leave anything on the table after, after this amount of work. Anything that we notice, this one, this one actually doesn't have the roll cage, extends out of the sort of c pillar here down down through the wing and we missed it on this model so we can see then that it takes it's not just the CAD it's not just the drawings you have to get it into the physical and when we got into the physical we said ah there's a piece missing and we said okay so so we need to build that back in and we made sure of course that it's in there and it's this it's this roll bar right we made sure that that was in there for the car so that we we can capture as much, much detail as we possibly can.
0: I, I just want to come over your house and take everything. It's so cool. <laughs> it looks so awesome. Yeah. The 3D would, print of it is amazing.
1: Yeah, if you would like, we can, I can I can do a quick run of the collector car if you'd like. I just have to switch that yes, on. I would love and, that. And we can run it just as a prototype. Uh,
0: just like, and I have one other question, really quickly, before we run it. When you saw the movie, because I'm assuming, hopefully, you saw it already. Were you happy? Because literally, I mean, I can't think of a single thing that you guys didn't get. And I studied that car. I mean, I looked at pictures of the car after the movie and I looked at pictures Warner Brothers sent me. Mm -hmm. I don't see a single thing you guys missed. So I hope you were happy hope after so. you saw the
1: film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope we m- we captured everything. I mean, there's so many great actions in the movie from breaking through walls to, to the stunt sequences and the jumping and such like that. So everything I think we captured and I hope we did. So I hope people out there don't find too many things, but but I'm sure there'll be things that, that you could notice. But we've tried to make it as accurate as possible anyway. And from all the data we were given, we think we got it all. But of course you know there's always more and more and more and I'm sure if you if you took the, the mass version here the hundred dollar version you could go in and, and potentially take some paint and put some patina on that yourself you know and, and add some details to it to get yourself something into this into this level you know if, if you wanted to, to go even further. We try to capture everything. And the other thing to say is every time you do receive photographs, the car slightly different. And that can be because of various things, you know, and there are cars which are built for the stunt sequences with huge travel suspension and, and and even bigger roll cages, and then there's a more beauty car, you know, which is which is built for for show and, and sits much lower to the ground a little a little bit and we're kind of in between on ours because we do need to get that suspension and so the cars are different so you have to pick one basically we try to get incorporate all the details from all of them for for, the collector one anyway for the cars with a little bit of damage when we saw the cars that were kind of the, the beauty shot cars basically they had they had damage on the front they had damage down the side scrapes and patina and they also had a lot of mud in some parts of the the movie there, there's quite a lot more damage down the side of the vehicle, you might notice. There's some sort of over the rear rear wheel, rear fender here, it's kind of beaten up. So we didn't include the full crash as if the car's been totally wrecked, but we do include the, the scratches and the patina and the mud on the wheels and down the side of the vehicle. And then so you've got, got those scrapes that come from the friction on the front and across the the front above the window of the car as well, and scrapes along the rear fenders as well. So we, we just tried to make make it as accurate as we possibly could. You can pick a point at any time in that movie if, if you were to actually be able to give them a car at that point and replicate that exact point. Because we we never knew from what point the cars that we were, phoning, the photographs were from. But yeah, I think I'm pretty happy with it. It looks like, looks like the car looks great in a movie. And, and I think if you had this in front of you, you'd be you'd be pretty happy that you've got the Batmobile right there, right there with I'm you. So, you authentic. have no idea,
0: I'm so excited. But yeah so let's like run it so this is the higher price edition which like we literally drove into the batmobile there's like little computers and a bat light so we're let's run it and see what it looks like so cool yeah, i'll see if i
1: can if i can turn this on and it might take me a second here so this could cut away okay oh
0: wow <laughs> so there's a light on the back right is that the that is stand? the bat
1: signal over That's there. The
0: Wow, that's so cool. See, I'm going to have to make them send me one where you find the box because I'm such a nerd when it comes to things like this. And I love all this detail and all the hard work you did. It's just amazing.
1: Yeah, so I have to get that centered there on, on the plinth as well as I can. And then we'll, we'll, this is a prototype, as I said, but we can start it up like that. You, know, you can see some lights coming on.
0: Oh my God, that's so cool. Is that you moving it or is it just yes, like a... Gentleman? That was me oh, using wow. a remote
1: control to, to move to the car. So you can see it's pretty loud, pretty exciting. It really does move. You can imagine what it does when you take it off the plane. But, um,
0: yeah, so like just now, like it moved for people listening. Actually,
1: you know, he's moving the steering there. and he, He's shifted forward and backwards. And there was actually smoke. Mist coming out the back, if you could see a little bit of color down there.
0: Yeah. So you can see like light out the back and I like the mist that came out. It looks like a little bit of fog. And then the top of the car is lit red. You have lights in the front and then you literally like moved it. (laughs) I was like, whoa, it moved forward. The one that comes on the stand literally moves. And on the back right is a bat light. And then right to the left of the car are all of the cameras, uh, like all the TV screens and things that like he would be looking at had he like driven in, they're all lit up. So yeah. I mean that's just amazing.
1: Yeah, we try to bring everything to life. Yeah, you got the, the monitors are here. There's a bat. There's a lamp here that he has on the desk. That signal is is behind here. Yeah, there's an underglow red light that kind of glows underneath the car. So when you just have it sitting on the plinth there, you know you still got something to look at when you have got that that light up before you even push the button and you bring the sequence to life. Now I'm just controlling it from a remote control right now. Just all I was doing was was on the throttle on and off. And forward and backwards. And I was going full power and I did a bit of steering. But and you'll be able to do the same thing at home with the remote control, but you'll also be able to push the button and do the whole sequence completely automatically. So you can kind of sit back and admire it or, or, or take a closer look at the interior and see all the details moving. But as you can see, it really does come to life.
0: <laughs> yeah, like all so, of a sudden it was like all lit up, smoke's coming out, it moved. I was like, whoa, everything is going on at once.
1: That yeah. That's neat. This is just our prototype. So this was built in parallel to the work that was going on to create the CAD, for me to do the sketches, to go through the drawings and, and the photographs and, and translate all those. So this was being built in parallel just so that we could get an idea of what this was going to look like and what sort of accuracy and what sort of detail and what sort of features we needed. And then we could transfer all that data over to our engineers so that they could bring to life the real car. And of course, when you go to a hundred dollar vehicle, basically we're talking about the same body shell and a lot of the engine is similar. And so you've got a lot of that detail still here in this version. So you've it really does capture the same essence of the Batmobile. And this one, of course, is it's purely for driving outside, but of course you can you can still display it inside and, and still see all the all the accurate details.
0: And it is so amazing. I, it's just unbelievable how much you guys matched it. And the scope of it, the size, I think, is one of the biggest things, you know, because like I said, when you hear Hot Wheels, that's why I just keep reiterating, because I'm so shocked that it's so large, because I thought it was going to be like much smaller. So it's such a large, beautiful piece, I think, for any collector to have at home.
1: Yeah, the centerpiece of your collection, probably, if you, if you had this, you know, absolutely, it would be pride private place, I think.
0: I know, obviously, they can, people can go to the website to purchase it. But if you want to like give a little detail of like where people could go, where they can maybe see some photo. I know there's photos I think on the website that people can look at, but where can everyone go? Because I think once I put up photos of this, everyone's going to go crazy.
1: Yeah, I think it's all on um, the website. Yeah, I think it's all Collector website. The collector <laughs> item I think is already sold out. Oh So wow, okay. um, this one was, was previewed early on. And I think this mm-hmm. version is already sold out, but, but the last version that will be available i think it's all on the collector website
0: but i guess just my final question you know i know that you said that you saw the movie and like i said it's literally like you plucked it out and just it just made it tinier people have sent me a bunch of things i personally feel like this is probably one of the best pieces of merchandise that i've seen made or like projects made i don't even i don't even want to call it merchandise it's like a piece of art i it's i'm like beyond words looking at it and finally seeing it and seeing it light up but I guess my final question is just for fans, you know, what makes this stand out? I think from, I know from viewing it that it's just a one of a kind thing that I think everyone should own, but what makes it stand out for maybe some of the other things that might be on the market for this movie?
1: Yeah, well, I think that the main feature is that this comes to life, you know, in, in either version, you're bringing the Batmobile to life. It, it's, it's a living, breathing vehicle, you can buy and own, and you know, admire it for the detail and the quality and the, the the actual paint effects and all the details on it. But you can run it, you know. You can run it whether it's outside or, or for the collector version, you can run it right here in, in your house. You don't need to ever take it outside if you don't want. That, that it's it's basically a collectible item that that actually comes to life, and the fact that it has that it's motorized, just like the real Batmobile is, you know, it's a it's a living living breathing item. So that radio control really just does, just does just gives you to another level. We're very happy with what we have here. So I know we'll have, you know, hours of fun with these.
0: And then anything you want to say to the fans that buy it, get it at home?
1: I hope you love it. Enjoy it, you know, take it out there and play. They are built to be radio control vehicles. You can take them out there They'll withstand some crashes and bashes, the materials used are absorbent. And that's why the materials that we've chosen are like that. They're They're not brittle materials, especially for the $100 one. You know you, you can go go crazy with it and, and get out there and, and drive it like you know like an RC car you know that you would have but you can also bring it back home and I think that sort of added patina the dirt that you'll have when you do race it outside will bring it to life even more because that, that's the point of these of these Batmobile. It is very sort of down and dirty and gritty. And, and you can you can take these play with them but then put it right on the shelf and and admire it.
0: Yeah. Like they're only going to get better with use, which is awesome and rare. So, oh my gosh, it was such a pleasure speaking with you. I'm like in awe. These details and the information I just think is so important, especially for people, you know, that want to make the purchase or thinking about making the purchase and aren't sure. It's just literally like you plucked it out of the film and the amount of work that you put into both of them, whether it's the one on the stand or whether it's like, you know, the mass version, it's just unbelievable. So like, I, congratulations, I don't know how you did it, but it looks amazing and I can't wait for mine. And I can't wait to show it off and show it to fans. And I think people are just gonna be so excited with it.
1: Great, well thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm, I'm really glad that everybody gets to see this, this sort of process, thank you very much.
0: The one on the stand, I mean, is just beyond anything I've ever seen. I'm just so excited. I think people are just gonna love it.
1: No, well thanks, yeah, thank you. I just turned it off because, you know. <laughs> They, they tell me it'll explode if I leave it on, but <laughs> this, is, this is purely just a model. Well,
0: yeah. it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. No, well, we're, congratulations, we're like I
0: said. Oh, I'm just beyond words. I It's very rare to get me speechless because so I'm usually very talkative, but I'm like speechless and just like in awe when you're talking about it because it's just so well done, so special. And I want to make sure that people are aware of how special it is, the sizing of it, what it looks like with those specs, nice. and just... Yeah all the information we have it, it's it's just beautiful and Brilliant. i highly recommend you know getting the one on the stand if there's some still available maybe if the pre-order you know if the pre-order opens up or if someone open up i'll have people keep checking the website i highly recommend that one but the mass one is just as beautiful and just as detailed and just as cool i i mean to like play around with the news and put in a stand so i think it's a win-win for everybody so thank you so much
1: Thank you. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Thank you so much for, for have, having me here and, and taking a look at the Batmobile. We had a pleasure making it and we're so glad that we got the opportunity and we took our time with it. We were allowed to do that and, you know, we, we were given the time and the opportunity to, to make sure this was, you know, the best Batmobile, you know, that we could possibly make. So, so we're really happy with it. Thank you. <laughs>